Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Snatched, 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 uh, Snatched, <laughs> Snatched, Snatched, yeah. Snatched, Snatched, yeah. <laughs> I am the lovely Latoya, I have to big myself up, obviously, all the time, and we are joined oh, by the Dark the lovely, Lord. The uh, Dark no, Lord. Like oh, sorry, no, oh, oh, okay, sorry, my bad, let's be quiet, go ahead. The no. Dark Red- Lord, the Black Prince. The master of the dark arts himself. You are... Who is very yeah. hungover today. Very. It's okay. <laughs> I know you're going to give me 110%. You will, exactly. you will. Exactly, exactly. That introduction, <laughs> I love that introduction. I know, innit? Okay, thank you. I'm going to do it every time now. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) So we are back with another episode of Dilemmas. We have two more Dilemmas to work through this week and hopefully we'll be giving you some sound advice. Um, And for anyone else in the same predicament, maybe you'll be able to take something from it. So Mm -hmm. without further ado, I'm going to start with Dilemma number one. Um, And then you, if you can give us your uh, approach to to an answer to the question, that'd be great. Let's Let's go. Okay, so I have a friend that I feel is idle in their approach to life. They have potential to be more than they are, but they seem to lack a bit of drive. Lately, I feel they've distanced themselves from me and the rest of our group and would like them to match our energy. What shall I do? Okay, cool. So I think that, I think it's all about having a conversation with that individual just to find out actually like where they're at. I think if you feel that way, then yeah, definitely, yeah, you need to have that conversation with them. Um, because I think that it's better to just seek to understand. Remember, that was our buzzword from last year. Seek to understand. Um, yeah, seek to understand to see, like, you know, wh- where they're at and then what potential blockers there are. Um, I know this person mentioned around that, you know, what they're a little bit idle in their approach to life. Like, mm-hmm. it depends on what aspects. Is it, like, a particular aspect? Is it, like, well, friendship? Is it career? Is it just them themselves um and I think once you're able to identify what parts are um where they are idle then I think you'll be able to support them in that perspective in terms Mm -hmm. of like yeah seek to understand to find out like what's been going on if it is their general approach to life then yeah again do you just need to have that conversation but I would definitely encourage people to have the encourage that person to have the conversation with their friend first of all and just express how they feel like look this is what I this is what I see this is what I feel um and then, yeah, take it from there. I think sometimes people and it, it, people's situations are very different, isn't it? Like yeah. because you know you might turn and feel that they're being idle mm. based on your judgment of reality, mm-hmm. but actually they could be quite happy and content in themselves. So it depends on if it is affecting. I mean, if it's affecting your bill, paying your bills, then I'll say hundred percent. Like you know, you gotta have that conversation <laughs> yeah. and turn it up. But if it's not, I get the reasons why. Obviously, like you know, you might be feeling this way because you want to want to help your friend. Mm. But sometimes you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And you need to remember that you know your approach or your idea or your judgment of the reality is very different to theirs. Sure. So we kind of have to just like let people just do what they need to do um but then and again but on the flip side as well sometimes you need to give the person that that tough love Mm. because I just feel that you know what 
again, just depending on like what the how deep this this situation the scenario goes, I think it's it's all about having that top level saying, listen, this is what I'm seeing. This is not okay. What's going on? How can I help you? We need to move. Like we move mm-hmm. to improve because I think in the dilemma you were saying that they can be more than themselves. Was that right? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, they can. They can. They just yeah. need to, like the drive to be a little bit more. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you can help the individual, but then sometimes it's kind of like an internal inner, like what do you call it? It's like an inner conflict potentially from the individual. So, you know what, you can be there as a supporting friend, but maybe that individual needs to go and get some help Mm. in terms Mm. of understanding, okay, cool. If what is the inner saboteur? Why are they so comfortable or contempt with where they're at like they don't necessarily aspire to be anything more so I think that might be just like that individual might need to have they might be like very unconfident Mm -hmm. um in terms of like how they operate their approach and what they want their future to be so yeah I think maybe that individual might need to get some help but then equally give them some tough love as well yeah I think that would be my my advice that that would be your advice Mm. to give them yeah I think it would I think, do you know what it is? Because it's so funny that I was just having this conversation this morning. Um, yeah. And I said um, to the individual that you mm-hmm. cannot take paracetamol for someone else's headache. One of my favourite quotes. Because you cannot... Uh, you can, yeah. It's one of my favourite quotes. I don't know where I saw it, but I always reference it to myself when I start getting too involved in like worrying mm. about what other people, what other friends are doing. Because actually, like you just said, that's their journey. They might be comfortable with what they're doing. Now, I think where like I would be, I'd have to say something is like where you said that uh, we're in the dilemma. I'm sorry, where you said that actually like, okay, I have to give them tough love, right? And Mm. then within the dilemma, then the person has said that they've distanced themselves from the group. So Mm. I might have to be giving the tough love to be like, hey, we're your friends. Like, mm. why? What's going on? Why mm. are you not like joining us? Why? Why are you stepping away from us? Is it because of finances? Is it because you feel uncomfortable? There could be a number of reasons. They might even feel like you know what? Not they've outgrown, but they could be like, oh, you know, I just don't really feel like I fit in with these group of people. This group of people anymore. And you got to find out why that is. You can't force someone to to come back to the group. You can't force them to to be a part of it but at some point there is going to have to be a conversation about it because actually especially if there's no explanation as to the dis- to the distance and obviously the person in the dilemma is doing guesswork to say that well it's possibly because like they're not they're not doing much of themselves and they feel unmotivated mm-hmm. but there could be like a number of reasons as to why they that person has distanced themselves from the group um but it's not but then on the flip side for the people in the group or group friends it's not a very nice feeling um and you know it can leave you a little bit confused like what have I done but Mm -hmm. that's why I had to bring it back this morning I was having a conversation can't take privacy for someone else's headache because (laughs) I really enjoy that quote that's awesome you can't because like you just literally you're trying to get them to 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 be uh I don't know emotionally financially physically just even on the same level when it's just not happening because maybe they've got some sort of trauma I don't know like yeah you're why right, is the person so idle about stuff and also like what is idleness like what is like where do we want people to be like do we want I mean obviously 
Like, I know that in both our instances, we both want all our friends to win because I just want them to be, like, successful and happy, ultimately, over success. But at the same time, like, what is going on behind closed doors? Like, Mm. and I would encourage this listener to maybe just... I don't know. I mean, you can only talk so much. And I I know from myself that sometimes I feel like I can get so involved with, like, my friend's dilemmas and what's going on. And I have to physically take a step back because, mm. actually, I cannot carry all of that too. Especially if it's not wanted. You can't, you can't force yourself to, like, you know, or you can't force that person to open up to you or be close to you if they don't feel like, they don't feel like that at all. But I've had to, like, in order to protect my own mental health, then I have to take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm yeah. here when you when you're ready to talk, but uh, or the group is here in this instance. Mm. The group is here when you're ready to talk and come back. We're not going to ice you out. We're not going to mm. alienate you, but you might need to address what's going on. Because yeah, I know for sure. Like yeah, like you said, what are they idling? Is it like not motivated? I don't know. Like it could be someone talking about their weight all the time and they never do anything to to try and lose weight, or like. I don't know. What's the other examples people were just idle with? Oh, in so many ways. Money is always a big one, right? Yeah. Like people just always complaining about their, their job and they don't leave. Like, you know, they, they never leave mm. their job. They never want to move up to the next level. But it's okay if you want to stay where you are. I don't think mm. anyone, not everyone has to be a CEO. Not everybody has mm. to be like run their own business. I don't think everyone needs to. And not everybody wants to. So I think that's fine. But I think if you feel like that financial thing is is stopping you from getting to where you need to be and you're complaining about it or you're not doing anything about it or you're suffering needless needlessly then mm. that's on you to sort out like yeah yeah what, what can what can a friend do in that instance like yeah it's only so much and i think yeah god sorry no, I was just saying, you know what, it's interesting that you're telling me this, like, you know, if the person kind of like is going to complaining and they're being idle and it's like, you know, they're not really doing anything to support themselves. I think I've, I, that that's not necessarily interesting, mm. but that is for me, that's actually quite annoying as well because yeah. you know when people are, oh you know what I hate my job I hate my job I hate my job I hate my job okay cool so what are you doing to get out then because mm. these times all you're doing is just making up noise unnecessarily mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then equally it just reminds you sometimes I really don't it really grinds my gears you know actually a little bit I think sometimes you know when people just like oh you know what like um there's a situation, if they've got an issue with something, it's always, oh, you know, woe is me, and mm. I'm the victim, mm. and, and and this and that and whatever. But these times, you ain't blowing out your back to even make it happen for yourself. Like, mm. what do you expect people to do? Like, do you mm. expect life to just like, okay, cool, well done, like, here yeah. we go, and reward you. Life is fucking chaos. Yes. Like, that, it, it is chaos, right? And the whole purpose of life is actually you make order and you structure that chaos. Mm-hmm. That's it. So mm-hmm. uh, those people that's out there, that's like, oh, you know, like they're just so, it's it's easy for them to sit there and just whine and complain mm-hmm. and just be, what do you call it, stagnant mm-hmm. and swarty in how them operate, right? <laughs> <laughs> and if, they, if they're not, if they don't want to help themselves, yeah. then it's true, but them. Sorry. I agree. Sorry. I think you can only do so much. I think be... A friend, so to listen, be a friend, be there for your friend. 
Um, but you might have to distance, put a bit of distance be- until they can sort out what it is that is causing them to be idle or their approach, especially as you said, if they're distancing themselves from the rest of your group of friends, then yeah. I think you can pull them to the side and ask them if everything's okay or ask them whatever. Mm. But do you know what? In the midst of this pandemic, we've all got so much stuff going on. Like, yeah, so right, much, yeah. I think every single person's got so much stuff going on, myself included. And so, and because I think also when normally, if we're in a normal situation, you are getting up and going to work, you're going to the gym, you're socialising with friends, you're doing stuff that sometimes distracts you from your problem. But where we've been in lockdown for so long, Mm. all you've got is your problems. You're fucking facing them every bloody day. You don't even want (laughs) to, you can't even face your front, you want to face your side. (laughs) You You know what I mean? Oh, you know, like it's just it's relentless, right? So, also, what I've also have been saying a lot is to give people grace and to, to, but also in the same same breath that they should give you the same grace in return. So, if Mm. if I'm giving people grace to go through what they're going through, to if they're feeling idle or whatever, go through it. But I also do expect the same grace in return just because we're going through, everybody is going through mm. it. And we, we're seeing a bit of light coming out the other way. But when the dust settles and if life returns back to normal, you might mm. have some damaged friendships left behind in the chaos that you left behind during lockdown. So mm. I think that definitely a conversation with a friend needs to be had. If they're ready, they might not want to have a conversation for whatever reason. But I think if you can have a conversation with your friend, then I definitely think that that might, you can see where their head is at. Because if they're really like, yeah. nothing's wrong, I'm not bothered, whatever. You've done you've done your part. But if if they're more open to it or you've just let them know the door is there, it's always open, if they want to come and speak, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I mean, mm. sometimes, sometimes life is, friendships is hard. It's really hard. I think friendships are harder than relationships. I, I, I'll put it out there. Cause, do you think uh, so? Dick is dick. You can collect dick at the door. Listen, when I've been... No, seriously. that, true that. And vagina, for those who like vagina. But uh, what you. I'm t- <laughs> Inclusive podcasting. Inclusive podcasting. Okay? The reason why I say that is because, like, se- like sex is free. You don't have to pay for it. You can get it yeah. anywhere, anytime, like if I let, I'm not saying I'm a buff ting. I'm not saying I'm a buff ting. Let me just clarify that. But I'm just saying it's, if I let no, no talk talk it into existence, gal. Come on now. Oh, right, Come on now. Thank you. Your sauce is there. Your sauce is there. But what I'm trying to say is that if I walk out my front door today as a single woman, I can absolutely collect dick somewhere on this street and bring it home. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I'll put, anyone can. Um, yeah. No matter what your social standing, what you look like, I'm telling you, you can collect it. It's there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but friendships takes they you got to cultivate them. You got to grow them like a, like a garden. You got to water them. You got to look after them. It's it's separate from sex because you yeah. have to have something else holding you together. And friendships, you have such sometimes you have such different viewpoints and you have different like financial standards, different backgrounds, and you're choosing to come together to make your own family, basically, outside mm. of your home. I hear you. It's hard. Yeah. And when you, like, when you lose friends, there's just nothing like it. Like, there's not Like, it's so upsetting. It's so heartbreaking mm. when you lose a friend. I think I've, I've been more upset. I think I've been more upset about losing friends than 
penis, to be quite honest with you, because I said you could collect it. Really? But honestly, do you know what it is? Because I remember when I went for a breakup years and years ago, mom, when I came to my mum's house, I was so upset. And she's, I was acting like I was fine. But she said, Latoya, you're not fine. I can see you're not fine. What's wrong? And I just broke down into you and start crying. And she was just doing whatever, you know, doing the usual mum thing. And then she just said, to, and I said to her, but mum, uh, like I might not ever have kids or might not ever get married. You know, you just go through this woe is me bullshit. Mm, mm, like, you know, mm, we go mm, through. And she just said to me, and this is an African mum, by the way. Mm. She said, Latoya, men are everywhere. If you want to have a baby, you can go to the club tonight and you'll meet someone, have sex with them and you'll be pregnant tomorrow. So don't ever think that you can't meet somebody and never have children. And since then, that's what I've been rolling with. So for yeah. me, that's what I always say, like, looking for a boyfriend, looking for a man, start shopping for shoes. Pick them up, put them down, put them on the shelf, return, refund, whatever. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm a part yeah. it's, it's us that puts all this, like, list of things down and why we can't be with the person. But it's there. But friendships, no. They're hard. And I find it hard as an adult to make new friends. So when I, like... I'm losing friends or I feel there's a change in my friendship. It really hurts me a lot because I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know how to fix this. With a romantic situation, you know, there might be some sort of end goal. Maybe you want to have a kid or get married or Mm. whatever. But with a friendship, what is the end goal? There isn't. You're just meant to have this journey together through life. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, you're you're definitely right. And I do, I think now that you've kind of broke, when you broke it down, I think, yeah, I agree with you. I do think relationships are hard work. In comparison to friendships, if I'm honest, like I think that you know what, with my friends, I can just I'm just me in it. I know, (laughs) I I know, obviously, that I'll probably get on their damn nerves the way that they get on my nerves, etc. But it's almost you know, as you said, like friends are almost like the family that you choose, right? Relationships are hard because with that other person, it's about you need to consider the other person's feelings. You got to minimize potentially how you feel to support the other individual. It's just there's a lot of compromise. In relationships, <laughs> in comparison to friendships, I do. I feel that I have to compromise more um, in a relationship than I do in a friend. I don't think I have to do that. Um, but I agree with you in terms of actually, like, yeah, when you do lose, I don't know if it, I, I get really cut up if I was to lose, you know what, if I was to lose like, a close friend, like the friendship yeah. was just brought down, right? Yeah, you're right, actually. That would really hurt me. I think it would really hurt me just because actually, you know what, the friendships, and I think the friendships that I have and quite similar to you as well, like it runs deep. It's you know, when you've got, I've got friends that I've known for like since I was five. Mm. Like, do you know, so they've known me for a, a long time. So if that was to kind of break down, I would feel like a part of me or a part of the family has kind of like left. Yes. And sometimes I think it's worse because when the relationship breaks down, you know, the person is still there, like physically mm. there, tangibly there. Mm-hmm. But then the rela- the emotional connection has just been severed. Mm-hmm. I think that can be quite tough, to be mm-hmm. fair. There's some other friends I'm just like, okay, cool, just call it a day in it and just keep it, it moving. Like, the reality of it is, is like, you know what, you're really not doing anything to elevate my life. I'm not doing anything to elevate your life. So, you know what, juices, just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like, no point crying over spilt milk. Like, sp- sp- no point crying over spilt milk. <laughs> That's right, right? Yes, it's correct. Thank God. You know what, Mad, you know what? This hangover is kicking my ass, you know? It really is kicking my ass. I'm sat up there, I was like, did that in my head? I'm like, I'm talking, but I don't even did that even make sense? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Then I put in crying over spilt milk. Um, so I just basically moved. But yeah, I think you're right. Like it is tough. It's really mm-hmm. tough when you lose kind of like um that friendship. Um and I think it could be super tough as well. Like to going back to almost the um the the um dilemma, yeah. 
when you love that individual, you love it. I'm guessing that you love that friend. Mm. So when you really want to push it and you might be projecting potentially some of, you might projecting your, your own ambition yeah. onto that individual because you care about the individual, but that's not what the individual might not want. Yeah. So, and if they reject that help, that support, that drive, you then take that as a personal attack. And actually it's not really about oh. you. Mm-hmm. It's actually about the individual. And again, like, you know, what is your perception or your judgment of reality? Absolutely. That is what makes you feel that way. Whereas in actually, what is the actual reality? The reality of it is, is that, yeah, you don't know because you haven't necessarily had that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, as you, as we said, go and have the conversation yeah seek to understand absolutely help where it can be required but then if yeah. they don't want help then you know what okay cool and that's okay that's okay um mm-hmm. yeah but friendships are it's worth having the conversation because i think we we're quite aligned in terms of friendships are um are important um and they're hard work, they're hard work. as well as relationships oh. as well yeah. <laughs> as hard as you want to make it <laughs> no exactly exactly um, yeah, so we are moving on to the second dilemma of the episode. This one's a juicy one. I think a lot oh of people Lord. can relate to this one. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't was, that a bit, was that a bit of indirect shade there? No, no. I was like, I'm oh, I'm about to say. I think a lot of people, guys, if you used to see that, our faces on this camera, <laughs> the was just like, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes, girl, because you're, you're going out. Okay, right, focus, focus. Okay. Lately, I feel like I've had more of a higher sex drive than my boyfriend. How do I discuss with him? I want to have more sex without creating any more tension or emasculating him. Do, do, do. I mean, okay. <laughs> so the person's had, um, they feel lately they've been having a higher sex drive than the That's boyfriend and they want to discuss. Yeah. Recently, right? It seems so. I think you could just have the conversation. Just say. Just to be like, baby, is everything all right? You know, just because, you know, I've been kind of like in the mood and you n- haven't necessarily been in the mood. Like, so is there anything, is everything okay? Like what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. I think, yeah, you can have the conversation. Um, if that's one uh, one bit of advice that I could say, yeah. have the conversation. The second bit of advice is that the person said that they have had a higher sex drive lately, right? Yes, recent. Recently. Mm-hmm. So... I think the question could be, yeah, you're saying a higher sex drive, mm-hmm. like, of late. But before that, was it just normal sex drive? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that, I don't think that's a big thing to kind of worry about, because obviously you've determined so that you have a higher sex drive of lately, mm-hmm. of, of late, um, in comparison to your boyfriend. So I think you can kind of, like, ride it out potentially for a few couple of weeks and just see, like if your sex drive baby decreases a little bit or his comes up <laughs> or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that could be the second um, bit of advice. So have the conversation, if it's that much. Ride it out, number two, um, and say nothing. Um, but then I think if it was to continue, then, yeah, again, just kind of revisit the conversation and be like, Me hey, too. what's going on? Yeah. Because I think that's that's 
But there's so many different factors, right? There is, there is. There's so many different factors. And before I go into the factors, I wonder what advice would you give? I mean, sex drive is just one of those ones where it just goes up and down. Like, there's literally so many factors that affect it. You could just be tired. Like, sometimes it's just like, you're just tired. And also, like, you might just not be in the space, the mood for it, because, you know, I always say sex requires work or lovemaking requires work work sex doesn't require work because all you've got to do is just bang it out my favorite phase but love making if that's what you want you want the full-on like erotica tantric sex situation requires work (laughs) it requires work and there's a lot of lazy lovers like do you like you know what i mean maybe your partner's sex drive is not there because you know where is the effort where has the effort been in terms of making sex sexual as opposed to making sex a function because you need to you need to get your rocks off like mm-hmm. that's two different things right mm-hmm. so it's like you've got to make a bit of effort in the bedroom i always say like even if it's not in the bedroom look hotels are open book a dirty weekend away if you really want to like, you know I mean? really like bring yeah. the, the passion back into the relationship yeah you've got to put the passion back into a relationship. You can't just expect, look, the same four walls, the same bed sheets, you've been doing it in every every week. Come on now. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just love the way you said dirty weekend. So I'm really, so what would your dirty weekend entail exactly? Entail? Oh, yeah. God. Um I don't know, just book book a like a spa weekend away. I mean spas are not really open, but you book a room which has got yeah. like a nice big bath that you can both sit in. That's a good one to start with. Yeah. Like a bath. You know, you yeah. bring the massage oils, you bring the, like, you know, it's not your bed and it's not your house. So, you know, you can do it by the window, from the windows to the wall. To the wall. <laughs> when such a the Oh, these bitches, girl. You know what I mean? So, like, literally just do it anywhere. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, you've got to bring the passion into the relationship. Mm. I just mm. think sex drive, people just think it's a given and that like literally that you should just be having sex because you're there because like you can be sexy, but, uh, mm. but as I said, are you sexual? Not everybody's sexual. Not everybody has that in them. Some people see sex as a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, it's done. Like, and I, I, because they think that they're drilling away at you, that they're, they're good in bed. That's not what <laughs> means. Like, do you know the, the other person's erogenous stones? Yeah. Number one. Like, yeah. do you know, like, do they do they like you dressing up? Do they, do they like candles? Is music what gets them more into a sexual mood than others? Like, you know, you got you got to experiment. It's like, you know, think of it as like a biology experiment and okay. chemistry. Yeah. Okay. You got to mix the different, you know, components together, and keep playing around with it until you get like, bam, that's it. I just feel like, yeah, just put effort in. There's, I said, a lot of lazy lovers. Like, actually, take the time to do that. And rather than you, like, uh, you know what? If you do all of that, and then the person still's like, say you like, you, I don't start again. Say you're at home and you set up all of this like candles, music, blah blah. Yeah. Your partner comes home and you're like. I want to give you a massage. I want to do all this. And they turn around and say to you, all right, babe, that was nice, but I'm going to go to bed. Now you've got a problem. Because if you don't do that, <laughs> and they still said, you know, I'm really not in the mood. <laughs> you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that one is different. Uh, that's different. But I think, <laughs> no, because that could happen. 
yeah I'm so, experience here but it can happen it can what happen. so the person just roll over and just that's it just uh, you're right actually that can happen it can happen that's, yeah like, you're right you're right like, just you oh. i mean you could just be with people and like you can literally <laughs> try not to paraphrase my own life it's not my husband but i just say you could be with people and like literally you think you're making them that much effort and but and they're still not interested no matter what yeah. but that's because mentally they're in another space they're not in that space to to be with you sexually so you maybe you have mm. to change what it like the components of what is making a good sex life because mm. there's too many people walking around here thinking they're good in bed and actually they're not so you know partners can lie you know not... <laughs> what is the percentage of women that have orgasm something ridiculous like, like what 0.2 Oh no! But we, I just, I just, I cannot. I just, I believe because men are lucky because you, like, you don't have to do much. You don't have to do what, much. Hello, no, 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 no. <laughs> Would you, don't even say, but you don't have to do much because I'm being funny. There's a lot of work that have, that we have to put in, right? I'm not talking. There's a lot of work that men have to do. Yeah, AKA, for themselves. Yeah, what do you mean for themselves? Yeah, but no, I'm talking about. I'm just talking about from from my perspective, right? The exercise point of view, you right. know, being like a top. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get that that personal, but yes. I mean, you know, like there's a lot of work Involved. that you've got to do. Like you've got to make sure that you you, you you have to control it, hold it, do the thing. And then like also you have to make sure that you're, you're not ready. You can't finish too quick. <laughs> And then you know you you got to do like you got to make sure you're in the right position. Then make sure they're in the right position. It's it's a lot of work. And then equally, what you got to do, you got to try and pleasure them also at the same time. Yeah, but using that's what you ha- do. But you know, what, you know you're, you're but, a considerate lover. The, the description you just gave me there, that that whole synopsis. That's a lot. You're I considerate try. lover. I, you're considerate. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what, my boyfriend might say something different, but you know what, it's it's a, it's yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I think sometimes, like, you know, because it's a lot of work, sometimes I get, I've been tired. And I'm like, nah, I'm not in it. I'm not on it. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I've been tired. I'm like, it's a lot of work. I was like, I don't have the mental capacity to even try. <laughs> I don't, I don't even have the mental capacity to even and you know what? I've you know, you know what? This dilemma does resonate well with me, right? Okay. Just because I think when I was younger, yeah, I can't find my sexuality was mad high. Right now, the older, the more older I've got, I'm just like, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, you know what? There's sometimes where I'm just like, okay, cool, it's up there. Then there's other weeks I'm just like, I just, I just, I just, I don't have the mental capacity. I don't want anyone to touch me. I don't want to touch myself. I just don't. I don't want it. (laughs) No, it's true. I don't want it. You know, honestly, honestly. I just get, t- I'm just tired and I'm just, I just don't want it. So, you know what? I think, yeah, we're going back to when you're talking about like, you know, men have to work. They do have to work. That's right. No, they do you know have to work. I'm not doing work because it's physical exertion. Yeah, it's work. Exactly. But you mentioned like, oh, pleasure in the part. Some men don't do that. They're doing, they, they're, they're very lazy. There's a lot of lazy love. There's a lot of lazy women that lie there like planks of wood. They don't do anything. Yeah, either. just stiff up and bored, like in it. Just like I'm, I'm, <laughs> if you're that person, it's 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 you got okay. Yeah, like it's sex, okay. is, sex is great. You know, I'm not gonna. Sex is wonderful. Let's that's it's a good thing. So 
I don't know if you're lying there and you're not really doing much. Sometimes it's a confidence thing. Some people don't feel confident to be vocal or to get on top, for example, do all those different things. But I think like a good lover will bring out the best in you, will bring out the best in like your sexual ability. So okay. if you're lying there like a plank of wood and you're not doing anything. <laughs> no, I'm not being rude, but you know, I, I don't know any women person that do that. None of my friends tell me about their sex life, so I don't know. Shout out I'm- to the Sith back gal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to all the gal them and the man them with the stiff back. <laughs> sit back man them sit back gal them hey sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so sorry sorry sorry, sorry. Not go ahead or not too correct <laughs> woo <laughs> if you're somebody who's not very vocal you, you don't stiff back basically as, as you had said if you're somebody <laughs> Maybe it's like you need to look at like, is that lover bringing out the best in you? Like, what are you mm. confident? You know, mm. do you need a little bit of like a, you can tell though. I think it's about being, like you said, having conversations with your partner is so yeah. important. Especially, I think sex is one of those ones, like, I feel like it's like a given. You're expecting the partner to know what to do with your body. You're expecting the partner to like, understand what you want sexually. But like we've said, if you have the conversation about you want more sex, I always say that's okay to have that conversation, but I need to. I need you to break down the quality of the sex that you want. Because if you just want my bam, thank you, ma'am, then I can be stiff back girl too. No problem. Just get on with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going true. to bed. There's yeah. no issue. Yeah. But if you if you wanna, and also can we take into the fact that this is a modern life right now? Sometimes we want to be doing bedroom gymnastics. Okay, mm-hmm. if it's like eleven thirty and people gotta get up to go to work at six o'clock in the morning, this right. Yeah, exactly. It's over for Friday. It's Saturday the next day. But if it's all about Tuesday night, and you know, people got big meeting at nine o'clock in the morning, absolutely not. You better just go to the bathroom, get yourself some Vaseline and a tissue. Have a good time. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Vaseline and a tissue. (laughs) Oh no, it's upgraded. What do people use now? I don't know. Lube? Oh yeah, <laughs> they just use lube. <laughs> yeah, they don't need. They, they don't need. Yeah, people just use lube. <laughs> you know. Have <laughs> cried to this morning. No, I, I, I think yeah. No, you know what? I, I'm, I'm there. I'm here for it. I hear oh. for everything that you were saying in terms of you know when you got that meeting at nine o'clock in the morning. That's a lot. Like you can't be trying to like you know trying to climb on top of your of of, of your man. Or your woman um, at eleven thirty in the nighttime because people yeah. are tired and they've got yeah. people got things to do. I do also think that um, you know there's so many as we've said about the different factors of mm-hmm. reasons why people's sex drive might be higher or lower, etc., yeah. etc. I think depend yeah, and there, there is sometimes that you know people just start to not be attractive to mm-hmm. um, their partners. That's one thing. I don't necessarily think that that is. Um, uh, that that's one thing that can that can that can happen. Another thing is again, yeah, as I said, it's just basically they're just tired. And again, as we said, that you know, you need to be in the right mental headspace to do that as well. Um, to to be able, you need to be in the right mindset and headspace in order to be um, engage in uh, the sexual the sexual activity. Because sometimes, as I said, you just mash up in it. I do think as well sometimes. 
I think, and I think we've spoken about this on a previous episode, mm-hmm. when the relationship become can become over-sexualized. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's a turn-off. Yeah. Because I think, I, I've sure we've mentioned, we spoke about this before, like, when you over-sexualize a relationship, you're just like, mm. That's all it is. It's just, mm. Yeah. It's just cheap yeah <laughs> and trashy. trashy do you know what I mean just yeah. trashy I'm just like that's not hot I agree it's not nice so, no exactly it's not nice. exactly I think it's yeah I don't know if we actually helped at all but we really went off on a proper tangent there I know we went off on a tangent but I know but I think we did help I think obviously the listener who obviously put that who um uh put in that dilemma I think definitely have the conversation I think you just need to just bear with the, the, your your boyfriend as well I think if it continues to be a thing like let's say in the next kind of like four weeks six weeks then absolutely I think you need to have that kind of like conversation um but there's so many different factors that will support you have your um for you having a high sex drive and then equally your boyfriend having a lower sex drive there's so many factors that you just need to kind of like get to grips but find out i should say um so i think yeah just have the conversation be respectful because you know i know you said that you didn't want to necessarily emasculate him um be respectful and yeah just call it yeah just i would say wait four weeks if it still continues the four weeks then i think have the conversation yeah That'll be my, my own thing. For sure, I agree. I agree. I hope we helped a little bit with that dilemma. Um, if we didn't, <laughs> sauce. <laughs> we had a good laugh though. <laughs> we had a good laugh. I think we just need to do like a sex episode. You know, what are we gonna have to? I think we need I to. Do a... People need to be realistic about sex. Like it's it's really you get people either putting it on a pedestal, or you get people like acting like it's it's okay to be the Virgin Mary. That's fine too. And then you've got others that like just, you know, you want to be all out there, skinning out, you know, spreading it low and wide. That's cool too. Bust it through. <laughs> yeah. Bust it open. Yeah. There's a lot of conflicting views about yeah. sex, but I think we probably do need to do one and have a little chit chat. Have a, have a little chit-chat. chit-chat. <laughs> but if you do take your partner on the dirty weekend as I recommended, let us know how it went. Not the details, just, like, if it was good. Yeah, yeah, some details. I want to talk about, as I said, you know what, like, guys, come through in your underwear, your laundry, your harnesses, your paddles, your whips, your your, your equipment. I'm I'm here for it. Oh, God, please don't let my mum hear this episode. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She won't. She doesn't know how to use Spotify, thank God. Um... <laughs> Though, to be honest, I think she would be like, mom's a little, my mom's a little bit a liberal for an African mom. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, so, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, that takes us to the end of a lovely you get snatched episode with two lovely dilemmas that I hope we helped with. Thanks for your time. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, we'll see you again on the next round. See you again, guys. Take care. Bye.